Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Great to have your company. One down, one to go. The AFL semi-finals haze. Great to have you on board for another episode of Off the Bench. For Novus, there's a Novus near you. 13, 22, 34. How are you going, Hayes? I'm going well. We're getting closer to the big grand final. Isn't it exciting oh. to have the grand final officially oh. named here in the West? But, geez, I am finding it's going to be tough to find a ticket. A lot of the corporate prices came out yesterday, mm-hmm. and, gee, they were through the roof. $1,800 oh. was the cheapest one that I could access. Now, that gives you one function beforehand to go to. You can have a meal. You can have a few drinks there. And certainly not corporate hospitality throughout the event, just the ticket. Ticket on top of that, $1,800. Do you feel like we're going to have the grand final and there's going to be so many disappointed people because they either can't get a ticket or the cost of the ticket is through the roof? I've had this chat with so many of my friends who are like, oh, yep, the grand final's coming to Perth. Mm. Optus Stadium's hosting it. I can't wait to go. And people are expecting it to be, say, $300, aren't they, for it a ticket? It is going to be extremely expensive and you're going to be very lucky to get a ticket. And there are people out there who are willing to pay those prices. This is a once-in-a-generation event for Perth. We might not ever see a grand final again in our lifetime here. Well, you're still young, but the <laughs> uh, the contract now is until 2059. How old will you be at 2059? If Can I make it that far, I'll cut it out. I hope if I make it that far, I'll be 65 in yeah. 2059. There you go. So you'd just be retiring off your great career as a <laughs> radio host. You would have done how many years by then? You would have done 30-odd years, and you'll get uh, another grand final, hopefully. Hopefully. But I can see the AFL and the Victorian government, they will just keep rolling this on top of the years already there. So you're right, this is the last time we will get to have a grand final, and that's why it is so special. But I just hope that uh, all the punters and supporters of AFL aren't priced out. You'll be working at the grand final here, sure. Yep. Yep, I will be. I'll be hopefully doing a few different events beforehand. I get the opportunity to call the game, but I get the opportunity to not call the game as well. What would you do if you're in my shoes? Because up until this year, I've hardly been to a game of football here at Optus Stadium where I haven't worked. I went to Dreamtime. It was my birthday, my 40th year, and I took my two brothers and my old man had a real special night. But I think I want to just go and enjoy this one. What would you do? Uh, it's a real, really tough one. Uh, if I'm lucky enough to be in that position, then then I'd love to work it. If there's an opportunity to do whatever, I'd mm. love to. I'd love. But to you're be coming from a position of you've been to the football with your friends probably a lot, mm. where I haven't had that luxury in recent years since I retired. Of it's always been about of work. So, but I'm never. Well, will I never get the chance to call a grand final? Maybe if Fremantle make it, I reckon. The great company that we work for may fly me over and uh, allow <laughs> me would, to do hey, that call. They would. I reckon they might. Don't let your old windscreen end up as landfill. Call Novus Glass 13 34. I love this chat earlier in the week, Hayes. You were lucky enough to catch up with new Collingwood coach Craig McRae. He'll be coming up next. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams.
Welcome back. Great to have your company. Me, Jimmy Williams, alongside Paul Hazelby, who was lucky enough this week to catch up with brand new Collingwood coach, Craig McRae, who's thrilled to be in the role. I feel amazing. It's, uh, it's been a, an amazing 24 hours, 48 hours, and um, yeah, I'm just sort of coming back to earth a little bit at the minute. Now, what did they put you through, mate? Can you give me an idea of what process you've gone through to become the senior coach of Collingwood? Yeah, it's a pretty extensive one, mate. It's, uh, it went for about eight weeks and started off at a, a coffee chat for an hour just to, to get yeah, an interest in terms of what the, the job entails and then if there was an interest for me because they, they contacted my manager to see if I was involved, wanted to be involved. Then it went to a... Um, a they wanted me to present for about 40 minutes and ended up going for about three hours, but they just wanted to dig deeper in the person I was and, and then um, and then my coaching philosophy and, and then a little bit of some other stuff. And then got through that phase and then there was another probably an hour and a half presentation um, around game plan and then um, around structure, the structure you're looking to bring in. And then the last one was the presenting to the board, so um, which went for about an hour again. So it's extensive. And, but I'll, I'll say that you know, the whole process itself really allowed me to go back and dig deep into my 15 years' journey. And I feel like I'm a better coach for the whole process and uh, yeah, grateful for the opportunity now. And it's been a great journey too. Probably the perfect journey when you talk about three-time premiership player at the Brisbane Lions working with Matthews and then obviously your teammates have gone on to have success as senior coaches in those positions with Voss and Lepich and the, the Scott brothers and then working under Malthouse, Clarkson, Hardwick. It doesn't come any better than that. So you must feel like you're prepared for this role. Well, as good as you can, Paul, and and, and that's real. I like, my journey is different to others. I'm you know, I've said this yesterday. I'm not a retiring great or a big big name, if you like, but I, my story is mine, and um, I had to work hard for it. And it's probably the only way I've really known, and that's been my journey as a footballer as well. So, um, yeah, I get to the I get the opportunity with with the amazing, um, you know, mentors and coaches that I've seen. I even got to work at the Storm for six years, doing the kicking and catching on a part time basis, and and seeing Craig Bellamy and and the Colts are built there. So. Um, yeah, it gives me a great experience, and now it's just a matter of sitting in the chair and trying to use all those experiences now to, to make Collingwood better. How important was it to have actually coached a team in your own right, which you did very effectively in the VFL? I, I, I think that was the moment where I wanted to be a senior coach. I um, arrived at Richmond. There was an opportunity to coach the VFL. They had limited. Uh, it was only two year, um, two years in the system. It was pretty. They had, I think, they had two wins and three wins. So the culture was was there to be built. And, um, yeah, Damien Hardwick and Tim Livingston, I'm grateful for the opportunity they gave me to build a, a group and then started building culture. And then all of a sudden, two, two years later, we in a grand final and we lost by a kick. And then a couple of years after that, we won, won a grand final by a kick. But that, that, was the, that was the thing, I think, the catalyst for me, wanting to be a senior coach, is having hands on the steering wheel and, and really um, you know, getting some success from that. When you say you weren't a big name in the game, I remember playing against you and you're certainly a good player, 195 games. You don't play 195 if you're not a good player, but a lot of the times, a lot of those great players, they have in the past got easier introductions into coaching. Do you feel that's starting to change now with the process that you've been through? And look, I always subscribe to the theory that some of the lesser likes, I guess, who played in defence, make the best coaches because they learn about how difficult it is to play the game. Yeah, well, I didn't rack them up like you, Paul. You just had it on the string, and, and I didn't have you know flashy blonde hair like Carl and kicking lots of goals. That wasn't that wasn't my story. But yeah, I, I was a role player and um, in a great team. And, and I think you're right. In in all, all ways, it's it's everyone's own story, as I said. But 
um, you know, the ability to, to have played roles. To be honest, I don't have an ego as well. I, 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 have, I don't, um, yeah, I know where I, my status in the game is and it's just about being the best coach that, that I am or can be, honestly, and I've worked a long time to, to get an opportunity to do that. New Collingwood coach Craig McRae there. He stays with us after this. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Welcome back. Craig McRae is our guest on the program who caught up earlier this week with Carl Langdon and you, Paul Hazelby. What about this list, mate? Are you happy with the assessment of the list when you looked over it that you think it can be competitive in the next one to three years? Well, we've got some work to do. That, that's real. Um, you, know, you, don't, you don't fluke being 17. That, that's, that's the position we're in. Um, we've got a young list, nine debutants this year, the most in the AFL. They got exposure, but we need to get better. And, you know, we get, I spoke to the playing group yesterday and I said to the group, this, you know, change represents opportunity and, and possibility. So, um, you know, the, the playing group get a choice now when they come back, you know, what sort of shape they're in and, and how hungry they are and how quick we want to get better and um, so we can grow fast. And, and that was the message. And, um, yeah, we're going to be young and we may even get younger over the next few years, which presents stress. There'll be some struggle and, and we'll have to embrace that and then, um, you know, work through that to, to get up the ladder. Every senior coach likes to bring in some people that he can trust and those that have earned his respect. And we've seen a couple of uh, big names and um, leave the Collingwood Football Club, Robert Harvey and Brenton Sanderson, who has coached in his own right there in Adelaide. There's a couple of spots there for you to bring some people in. Will you do that? Yeah, absolutely, Carl. Um, part of the excitement of the role was that um, the subcommittee said that, you know, you can bring your own team in. And, you know, that doesn't happen very often at all. It's, it's a great starting point. So we're in a process of doing that. Um, I've said openly I would want a diverse um, coaching group, people that are maybe more qualified than me or happier than me, sadder than me or better at something else than I am. Um, and I don't want a like-minded group. I want us to challenge each other. So we're in a process. I'm, I'm comfortable that we're, uh, we're going to get a really strong team around me and, and support this team to be the best it can be. Two former senior coaches would be pretty handy. Justin Leppich has been linked to that role already and Brendan Bolton, who you worked with at Hawthorne uh, recently, out of the game as the senior coach too. That would be a good starting point. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, we, we're keen to get a you know, little experience around me, but also um, I want the best. And, and I've, I'm lucky enough to work with both of those guys and if we can get those you know, guys around me, it'll be really exciting. So... Um, yeah, there's a process to go through to, to see what we get. But I know that you know, working with Leper for a long time, he's the best I've ever seen at defensive strategy and um, and just happens to be a mate of mine. So it's, it's a good mix. When you see instability with clubs, and I guess when you went into that position uh, to go for it in the first place, there was a bit of instability with the Collingwood Football Club. I must say they've done a good job in recent times compared to that of Carlton. Is that a massive deterrent? You think those sitting back like you thinking about the Carlton position will be put off by the actions of that board? Oh, you, look, the flat out, to be honest, I'd say yes. It'd be, it's always a concern. But when I spoke to Graham Wright, it, it was just a, um, a comfort knowing that there's certain things in place that are going to make it easier to transition, um, you know, without distraction. And, you know, all those things don't help. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm employed to coach the team. And, and all those other parts of the game or, or parts of the club um, are important for us to, to go forward. So I'm sure they'll get sorted out in due course. But um, at the moment, I can just put my energy into things I can control. 
Now, one thing that's irked me for a while, and particularly more since this uh, this stand the mark rule has has come into the game, is blokes when they shoot for goal and they're 30 metres out, they try to run around the bloke on the mark instead of actually kicking over the top of him and keeping a routine. And like you used to have, where you used to roost him from outside 50, you were a very good goal kicker. Is it something that has been, I don't know, has it bothered you as as much as it's bothered me? Because it happens every week. It's mind-blowing, isn't it? Like, I I can watch at home on TV and I can see if he's going to kick a point or not. The way they walk towards the point post or the, you know, between the the, uh, out-of-bounds and the point and the goal post, they're just walking in the wrong direction and they so often just kick it straight where they're walking or they'll walk off that that line and they'll hook it across the goal. It does my head in. I'm trying to coach it at uh, Hawthorne this year and I try to coach it at, at Richmond and yeah, with some success, but yeah, the way they go, they're not walking straight to the middle of the goals is um, is mind-blowing to me. Sounds like he's going to be an absolute ripper. Craig McRae, the new coach of the Collingwood Football Club. Stay with us on Off the Bench. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Great to have your company on this Saturday morning. It is AFL finals time, but there's one club that aren't playing finals. They are the gift that keeps on giving, unless you're a fan of the Carlton Footy Club. Hayes? The Dig. Dial before you dig. The essential first step. Oh, Jimmy, I reckon I've had my last four digs on the Carlton Football Club because what they've given us this year, and as you said, they are the gift that keeps on giving. And this week, Ross Lyon officially pulled out of the race Mm. to be the head coach of the Carlton Football Club. But I think they need to keep on going because Luke Sayers has just taken over the presidency. And Luke Sayers actually met with Ross Lyon throughout the year. And obviously they had some positive discussions about him being in that position. But Luke Sayers did that. Not on behalf of the board. He basically went rogue and went and had those conversations. He's been rogue the last couple of weeks having those discussions. And I've been very, very strong. I think my last dig was on Carlton should go through the process. And guess Mm. what? They are listening to our show, which is positive. They went through the process. They put together a coaching panel. It was all Carlton people, mind you. So it probably still pointed to Ross Lyon being the end winner of that. But clearly he doesn't want to subject himself to a process. He feels like the 13 years that he's done in the AFL is enough. But I think it's absolutely the right move by the Carlton Football Club to go through it. And if Ross Lyon is not ready to, you know, lay everything out there for him to get this job, then he's not the right person to take the club forward. I'll put my hand up and say I got this one horribly wrong because I thought it was just a mere formality that they would appoint Ross Lyon as their coach. And you're right. You're bang on. You've been banging on about this ever since I've started in this role here with SEN is that if you're going to hire a new coach, have a process. Mm. Find the best person for the job. Now, Ross Lyon's record speaks for itself. There's a lot of other stuff that comes with that. But Carlton, just they just stuffed this one up. So can I ask you, Hayes, from Ross Lyon's point of view, why pull out? I, I think he knew that he wasn't going to get it. I think there's a bit of support behind the scenes, and even some of those people on the coaching panel that were going to select him aren't big fans of his. And I know definitely there's a lady on the board that uh, has some issues with what went down at Fremantle from a HR perspective. So that was always going to be a concern. Um, I think he only went for the job, and he positioned himself for the job on the basis that he got given the job straight away. He's not prepared to work for it. And I think even where he went wrong was the constant media dialogue that if you're ever in that situation as a prospective coach, get away from the media because he wasn't doing himself any favours by giving a running dialogue of what was going on. He should have just eliminated himself from those shows, said, look, I'm taking a month off and get recontracted for the year after. If he was fair dinkum about it, because every time he spoke, 
you know, he was damaging his brand, in my opinion. Do you think he'll ever coach an AFL team again, Hayes? No, I think that uh, that is it for him, done and dusted, I think. And as you see some people that are for him, he's divisive. And, you know, I think coaches now, if you're going all in on somebody for three years, you want to be 100% sold that they are absolutely what you want and you're going to know exactly what you're going to get. And I think with Ross Lyon, maybe they weren't in a position to do that. But some of the other candidates, Brad Scott still out there. Look, Don Pike, I'd be giving him a call to just see where his interest lies. Michael Voss, Justin Lepich. And then there is, of course, Chris Scott. We just don't know where that one will end up. But Nathan Buckley, I think he's ruled himself out of that position. But well done to Collingwood too. And we just had a chat to Craig McRae. That's how a process should be done. Eight weeks. It was all confidential. You didn't hear anything. It wasn't played out through the media. And they get their man. David Teague, unlucky or not? Nah, not unlucky. Had two years. Defensively, some massive concerns for mine. Had they only been losing by... A smaller margin, maybe, but when they lost and got opened up, it wasn't pretty. Paul Hayes will be very strong on trusting the process. There is, of course, one more game to come tonight, Hayes. Absolutely. It's the Brisbane Lions taking on the Western Bulldogs. They need to find avenues towards goal, the Brisbane Lions. No Hipwood, no McStay. If you keep Charlie quiet, you're going to take the win. And I think the Western Bulldogs are going to cause a little mini upset here and then they march onto the Adelaide Oval, take on Port Adelaide next week. The Bulldogs aren't done, in my opinion. I'm with you. I think the Bulldogs win, but watch out for Joe Danaher, due for a big one. Great to have your company on Off the Bench, Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Have a good weekend, Hayes. Good on you, Jimmy. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.